1: Coming up on TMS, Brian eats, craps, and leaves Vegas.
2: Everyone is entitled to their opinion, even if it's wrong. The Feral Irish! Monkey see, monkey can't be bothered to do. Mr. Dot Magoo.
1: Microsoft Bingos 95. I am grog Root. Jim bros working out everything but their issues. What is this horse doing here, and why is it named Charlie? What about the old guy with a bowl of kicks? Judge a breakfast place by its pancakes.
2: That's the Queen song you go to?
1: One tooth, two tooth, red tooth, blue tooth compatible. Jack Glasscock of the Charlie Horse. Chork Horror, the novelization with Amy. Rubbing
2: butter on it with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning
1: Stream!
3: We'll put a peanut on one end of the string and a stick on the Together. We'll hang the two ends through a wire screen. This time, Squeak has to do more than pull the string.
2: He has to pull the right end. Will he find the end with the nut? Hmm. There must be something to eat around here someplace. Let's put another peanut on the string. Ask about horses again, I'll slap you red.
1: The morning stream. Can I eat it or will it eat me? Good morning everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's Thursday, March 30th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett. Hello. I am just wrapping
2: up a, a wonderful uh three sneeze sneezing fit that I had just as that music was kicking in. Just, just <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. those are uh, awesome on you... camera because uh, I kind of sneeze like uh, like Freddie Mercury uh, Live Aid. Like basically,
3: shoot!
2: <laughs> you know, with my hand straight up,
1: <laughs> the other hand covering my mouth. Yeah.
3: Who wants to live forever?
1: That kind of thing. You're just ready to rock. Okay, exactly, yes. That's the, y- that's the Queen song you go to. That's I the, love that song. I think that great, is. It's a
2: good song, but. Uh,
1: even though it's written for a freaking Highlander. Yeah. I love it. It's one of my and favorites. It's,
2: uh does does Mercury do all the vocals in that or does he share vocals with it feels like uh oh, I don't there know. might be parts in there with Brian Mason. maybe not. Maybe I don't know. he's going yeah.
1: I'm a as f- astrophysicist with a degree. There's no time for us.
2: Yeah. Oh, I think that song is great.
4: <laughs>
1: do, do, do. I'm not just merging to uh, TV's Travis listen I'm just saying it's a movie Who usually when something's written for a movie we take it slightly less seriously than we do something that was written you know Who
2: just for an album
1: <laughs> and Brian knows all the lyrics
5: love must die. yeah
1: yeah, yeah. there it is yeah. it's really good anyway. you won't hear me say this about Flash Gordon I don't like that song <laughs> uh, No, I think it's annoying so you know yeah. it doesn't work every time for me
2: Oh, that whole that whole soundtrack is uh, is cheeseball. I mean, you know, what you do get Brian May doing the wedding march. I wonder if anybody has ever used the Brian May guitar heavy instrumental of the wedding march for their actual wedding. Oh my gosh,
1: somebody somewhere,
2: somebody has to—is it the wedding? Yeah, it
1: is the wedding. March. Somebody with like hardcore Queen oh. Queen addiction—they love the Queen, you know. Yeah. They're yeah. like, ah, oh, we're getting married. What do you want to do? Let's make it Queen themed. Exactly. Have like a Freddie Mercury sure. cake with a big tooth hanging out of it.
2: I I could see. Oh jeez, he had yeah. two. You know, he had two big front teeth. Sure, sticking. it's not like he was.
1: Yeah, you'd only have to make the cake with one though. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Just a little fondant tooth sticking out of there.
2: Why not? If you're gonna do one, do two. All right. You're it- otherwise. Otherwise, it's like a. Like a white trash <laughs> trailer tooth kind of. Hey, welcome
1: to my wedding cake. Yeah, I kind of like that too, though. For some reason, I feel shotgun like a shotgun
2: sticking out of one part and a single tooth sticking out of the top.
1: That's right. I would visit your wedding. I would go to that wedding. I would leave a gift. I would. Uh-huh. Uh, I would have a real hootin' nanny. I'd, I'd eat whatever snacks you got there at your wedding. I'd go to your. I'd go to your redneck wedding. I would. I would totally go there.
2: Besides, one tooth sticking out of it just looks like somebody dropped a stray chiclet. Somewhere near the the wedding cake. If you have two, at least it's like, oh, that looks intentional. I guess
1: those are teeth. Yeah, the chances of two chicklets getting tossed in there, low, low chance. Yeah. Well, anyway, you're back. How would things back. go? How was your uh, your it the was rest a, of your a trip? A good
2: second day. Um yeah, I gave back a little bit of the money. I felt bad. So I gave back a little bit of the money that I won on Tuesday oh. from uh, various uh, craps and slots and oh, stuff like that. Mm. I played I did play a little bit. I had some really good luck played in the area that is the I think it's called the Brian Christopher non-smoking slot zone or something like that. Um I don't know who this guy is. I want to say he's another podcaster. Uh that somehow Got to be friends with the Plaza folks, a lot uh, sooner than than yeah there it is Brian Christopher slots uh, a lot sooner than we did. Mm. Otherwise, I think it would have been us. Mm. <laughs> we could have we could have easily uh, talked them into uh, uh, you know the, the TMS uh, slot zone. Oh, I guess he's a YouTuber. There we go. He basically does YouTube videos of him playing slots, and it's funny. It's like. I landed the impossibly hard-to-get bonus for a comeback, like it took some skill. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah, it like, doesn't – I don't know why that – those things are really popular, especially those streams. They are. I don't know why that's popular. I mean, I get why yeah. people like slots. I get it. There's this game of chance. You might win, and you win. Ding, right. ding, ding, ding. It's great. But I don't understand the, the – like, watching somebody do it is like watching – rainfall and waiting for the rain to to hit the penny you left out there like
2: it is but i'd say it's also i mean it's a it's akin to watching unboxing videos you're watching somebody else do a fun thing that you're you yourself are not really experiencing
1: yeah i guess so i i i I could see it and obviously there's popular you know he's popular watching
2: somebody play video games really isn't isn't a whole lot different obviously there's more there's actual skill involved with the video games but again you're just still watching something rather than doing it
1: yourself so why him and not some other guy what's what makes him yeah i don't know
2: i don't know but but anyway he's got this whole zone so i played in his his zone for a little while his little area of the casino and i guess they're building more of that out um with that whole front entrance uh edition with pink box and carousel
1: bar and and stuff like that right and you said yeah. yesterday the steak place is staying, right? Oscar's. Yeah,
2: yeah, Oscar's is still staying. They're just redoing a little bit of the outside of that dome. Cuz the dome that sits out in front of Plaza, I mean, it is a it's a landmark. It's kind of like the Bellagio fountains or or the Eiffel Tower in front of Paris. It's mm. it's a it's something that makes the Plaza entrance unique, and so they're definitely keeping it. They're just going to put the carousel bar directly, it'll it'll follow that same circle um on the ground and be like a little uh a little bar. And I was looking at the concept photos, I don't think the bar itself I don't think the the seating area is gonna spin, but I think it's possible that the the area in the middle might spin. We'll have to see.
1: Nice. And they do you think they ever get rid of the guy who's out there uh with this bowl of it looks like kicks but it's gold A little gold digger guy that's like across the street from the from the plaza. Do you know the one I'm talking about? The big sign? That's like Way further down. That's Is like
2: a, above a gift shop. Yeah, that's like the you talking about the old timer miner guy with
1: yeah. a. I thought he was right across wheel. the street. I thought I could see him from my from my window last time. No,
2: I if it's the guy I'm thinking of, he's he's way further down. Which, but maybe there's something that you're seeing that I'm missing. I'm thinking of one thing, you're thinking of another. But like a a big three dimensional sculpture of a dude. Yeah, with an a, old, old miner dude squatting down with a, a with bowl a pan of full kicks. of
1: gold and like a bowl of kicks. I always notice it every time I'm there. I thought that was right across the street. Maybe it's further in.
2: Uh, Who knows? We'll have to see. uh, We'll have to see when we go back down there.
1: Must be further in. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's just the reason I ask is that thing is a. I I like old timey Vegas stuff. For sure. That thing's an eyesore and was never cool, ever.
2: (laughs) Right? It was never. Yeah, exactly. The whole, you know, that whole casino thing um, where they had. They really tried to connect it to the gold rush and and mining and and getting gold that way versus just like uh, Vegas Vic or um or is it Vicky with the one that, that the sculpture that we're sitting on on our coasters is, oh, that's is Vicky. Vegas Vicky yeah I'm trying to think of what the name of the cowboy dude who's like hey with this, doing come over here is he yeah. doing a thing with his hat or something yeah he's gesturing with his thumb anyway is that guy's name. I thought it was Vegas Vic, but I don't think I was I'm obviously thinking of Vegas Vicky.
1: Unless they d I mean that would be a creative naming convention to give him Vic and Vicky, but I don't know. I don't know his name. Yeah. Cowboy uh, be, Bebop. Uh just yeah, guy downtown. A, guy with sure. a hat. I have no Cowboy idea.
2: Cowboy of the Bebop. Mr. Uh, Magoo,
1: yes. Uh <laughs> I like the that they typoed Mr. Magoo in the chat and it came up as Mr. Dot Magoo like it's a domain. <laughs> I would buy Mr. Come dot Magoo. visit
2: Mr. Dot Magoo. I'd love, yeah, any any uh, domain with the ending Dot Magoo. Yeah. Coverville Dot Magoo. I got some
1: stupid domains. Why not add that to the pile? That'd be great. Yeah. Well, anyway, whatever that guy's anyway, name is.
2: That was, uh, yeah, it looks like it is Vegas. This says Vegas Vic.
1: Okay. So that this, yeah. so they're playing off the name. That's fun. Yeah. So Vegas Vicky and Vegas Vic. Um,
2: also, I uh, got to hang out for a little bit with uh, Midzula. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, sure. We went to a really good restaurant called Seventh uh, and Carson, and it's it basically is Caddy Corner from the back of the container park. To give you an oh, idea about okay. where it is. Sure,
1: sure. Is it uh, uh which side of which side of the giant flaming uh bug? Uh robotic the, bug?
2: It's um southwest of the big flame, uh, the big uh Grasshopper, or cricket or Katie did that shoots fire. I guess right. it's a praying mantis that shoots praying fire. Praying mantis,
1: yeah. That's what it is. Yeah.
2: But it's uh yeah, it's not even on that corner. Like mm. when you're at the entrance of the container park, you don't see it. It's it's along the south um, west side of the container park. Caddy corner from a place called Eat, if you're familiar with Eat, mm. which is also a really good place for breakfast. Mm. Uh, sadly, only going to be open Monday morning. Uh, no, yeah, Monday morning. They only open Thursday through Monday, so the Tuesday and Wednesday morning you gotta, you can't, uh, you can't go there. But Seventh um, and Carson, man, they had the full Irish breakfast, which I had. They had uh, um, a breakfast pizza, which is what Missoula had, but they also had the kimchi chicken and waffles with a, like a kimchi syrup, maple kimchi syrup. Mm, what the heck? And, that uh, sounds
1: amazing. Yeah, uh, you got the oh yeah look at this irish breakfast holy lord it,
2: it is it was the full irish i mean it was the horrible baked beans i like baked beans but for whatever these these were a little maybe they were maybe true irish baked beans they were really dry uh, a, li- a little is. too
1: authentic for uh a little too authentic yeah. <laughs> but it did
2: come with black and white pudding um yeah. traditional bacon so like the the back bacon like uh zoe's familiar with as opposed to the the crispy strips that we're familiar with yeah. um eggs uh salad mushroom sauteed mushrooms tomatoes uh toast for whatever reason i would, <laughs> it was, I would eat
1: it all everything you said yeah, i would eat it
2: was really really good
1: oh man the chicken waffle so i'm looking at the chicken waffle spicy chicken tenders with kimchi waffle and uh gochu gochujang. yeah Guishang,
2: yeah, Guishang nice sauce. yeah
1: syrup and pickles
2: Yes, we saw a lot of people order it. It is it is clearly one of their popular, um, popular entrees. Isn't the deal um, but, is that
1: you you judge a, a breakfast place on its pancakes? How'd they do in that regard? Did you not have
2: No, no, didn't do pancakes. But that is that is it's like uh, for Chinese restaurants, I judge their uh, sesame chicken. For breakfast places, I judge them by their pancakes, but. I saw the full Irish and I said, all right, that's what I've got to get.
1: Yeah, why not?
2: I, and the French toast, you know, at, at uh, Bacon Nation, we talked about a little bit yesterday. Um, I want to go back and try more stuff at Bacon Nation. That French toast, I guess I did talk about it. It was good, but not great. Just too like, sweet. Like it was all
1: too yeah. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that. It seemed like it was, it, just looking yeah. at it, it, looked like a freaking sugar bomb, that thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I noticed also, so Brian put up a picture here Here it is, chat of him playing bingo. <laughs> and uh, yes. the, uh, it reminds uh, me, the color schemes like Windows 95 or maybe Windows 3.1. That,
2: that round definitely was, right? That that bright yellow, blue. Yeah. yeah
1: exactly. Looking like It was a, really
2: just an excuse for me to do the bomb face because all of the other... That's one round where you only get one card for each packet you buy. So I obviously had three packets and three cards. The rest of the time, you're looking at uh, six cards or 12 cards, depending on how how what you know uh touchscreen buttons you touch to sure. see but it still always sorts everything by which card is the closest to winning man i had a couple one aways but it's it's actually just more fun people watching in that place because there is like here's the group of young younger people who are like oh yeah we're going to kind of make noise and and one person just screamed bingo when uh when they got it which i think Caused uh, four heart attacks among the other uh, uh, demographic that you see a lot there, mm. which is the 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 blue hairs that you think are probably there every day, all five sessions a
1: day. So there is some there is something to the stereotype that old people like bingo, isn't there?
2: There absolutely is, yeah. and those are the people that bring five different daubers, you know, one for each color, so that they can color the sheet with the the complementary color. And daubers and stuff like that. I, you know, hey, I, like, I do like the physical uh, yeah. daubing a bingo card. But, I like uh, a
1: dauber. A dauber's good.
2: Yeah. But this this actually worked well because then for my two free drinks, I, I actually got uh, two Bloody Marys. And I kind of almost not really napped because obviously I still need to look at my cards to be able to yell bingo if I mm. get it. Mm. But, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, here's, here's the deal. I go to Vegas, I always try and do something new, try and do something I haven't done before. Go to a new restaurant, try a new uh, table game that I've never played before, and, and do that sort of thing. I'll right. probably never play bingo at the plaza again, unless unless there's a big group or like, hey, we're all going to the 2 o'clock bingo, you want to go? But, uh, uh, yeah, I did it, tried it, got the t-shirt. And, and done
1: with it yeah you never it's one of those things where you can now speak to it but you never have to do now it can again
2: speak to it. exactly yeah
1: yeah. well speaking of speaking to things we got an email from a listener from Savannah yes. Georgia uh, this is Savannah, Corey Savannah Georgia it's a question for you or a comment for okay. you I guess okay it says good morning and boot I was listening to episode 2442 of TMS on March 27th 2023 and I had to say I've never disagreed with Brian's opinion more oh, oh
2: gasp Gasp. no no you're I obviously know. not trying hard enough yeah but you gotta try continue. a little
1: harder the intro to guardians of the galaxy 2 is probably the only time in my over 30 years on this earth that a two minute into a starting movie that i turned it off and walked away due to the cringe factor uh, baby groot felt like an executive watched the minions movie did a line of coke and then told the marketing team we need to be like that exclamation points it immediately felt like the children's advertisement for all the merchandise and Funko Pops that would be sold ad nauseum in the coming years it took me over a year to come back and force myself through that intro to watch the movie that I ended up really enjoying Uh, show the Froyo Corey well, Corey, yeah. hmm, interesting take, yeah. Brian. It seems to you be know, antithetical to your uh, love of that scene.
2: Listen, uh, I'm—I'd obviously disagree, but your opinion—opinions is... Opinions are one of the few things that we can own in this world, and so absolutely, you're—you're uh, you're absolutely <laughs> entitled to yours, and—and and it's one of those things where I say, all right, more for me. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know, if you're not going to finish that, I'll finish it for you. Yeah. Um. I don't know, you know, my my love for Electric Light Orchestra obviously helps a lot, um, but I'm not going to say, I'm not going to tell Corey like, ah, you're wrong, you're totally wrong.
1: Well, that um, brings up a good point. If that was like some country hit, modern country hit, would you have been less yeah, inclined I'd to enjoy this? Probably would
2: have been less inclined to enjoy it. No. I um, I feel like that's the one thing that obviously the Gardens of the Gal- Galaxy stuff established really early is this great soundtrack that the other mcu movies didn't have and obviously centering everything in the 70s and 80s if star lord had gotten a country had gotten a merle haggard truck stop cassette from his mom instead of a uh, an awesome mix that he that he got the awesome mix i have i have right here in the Ark of the covenant right behind
1: me yeah look at that don't look at it marion this, this this awesome mix right here yeah
2: uh got the star lord the Star-Lord that's pretty awesome uh if he would have liked that would i have enjoyed the movies as much probably not mm. i feel like that um uh that soundtrack resonated with me because that's all the music i listened to growing up as well so
1: yeah i think uh, he he's uh, james gunn's got his finger on that pulse he knows what we like you know that's,
2: that's, yeah i'm absolutely gonna miss you know his input into the MCU. I know we do still get Guardians of the Galaxy three, and uh, and now we have um, the new Groot, which is a buff, <laughs> buff
1: teenager Groot, yeah, buff teenager Groot. Yeah. Does he does he it's regen a, like that in the comics all the time, or is this just a movie? Don't thing?
2: know. Hmm. Uh, you know that's I've never read a series that uh, that had Groot. Hmm. So that's uh, I don't think yeah, I have either.
1: A, now that I think about it, yeah. I've read some Guardian stuff, but it was like crossover stuff, and Groot wasn't there yeah I don't it was remember what it early was.
2: guardians right it was like the uh the old
1: yeah old school
2: the old uh, guardians the goofy, anyway so goofy so dudes. corey you know what you're you're absolutely entitled to uh your opinion on that, and I'm sure you're not the only one who feels like it you know like uh baby groot was kind of a cash grab in in like the way that the ewoks and uh uh minions and i mean you can point to lots of franchises that try to do a I wonder yeah, how he smaller, feels, kid, kid how kid
1: do kid you kid. feel about the Mandalorian, Corey? Do you, do you, does, does Grogu drive you crazy or do you like it right. in that context? Yeah,
2: that's a good question. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cause, cause it may be the same problem for him, you know? Sitting there yeah. watching a little goofy baby, baby. Might Indiana.
2: be, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Ah, uh, This is just their way of selling little Funko Grogu pops, because I'll bet you they sold a lot more Grogu than they did Groot over oh, the
1: last... Oh, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> they sold a lot of Grogu, although there's a pretty good bobblehead version of Groot. I think I have him. Yeah, down there somewhere, I have a one of the few pop toys I retained, because I like yeah. their design, was the Groot one, because his head
4: moves.
2: He's, he fits as a pop toy Groot uh, is a very you know his his Funko Pop dead eyes style works perfectly for a Funko Pop
1: yeah does the job it gets it done as the kids say all right look at this you guys
3: one of the things that I enjoy also is reading
1: it's time for read this with our old pal Amy Robinson hi Amy welcome back to the show oh hello we're gonna see you in a not even a month from now like in,
6: I know,
1: hardly a month, barely a. Let's see, three, uh, three point five weeks. weeks or something. Jeez, yeah. that's insane.
2: Aww. I guess it'll be four weeks because, so uh, yeah, it's it's four weeks from this last Sunday. So.
1: It's fast and we'll see Chuck. It it'll, be see yeah. Chuck yeah. it'll be fun to see Chuck
2: there. Yeah. Fun to see Chuck. I'll uh, tease him about his testicles. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be a good time. Yeah. It'll oh, be good. It's
6: all, all going to be great. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, well, it's good to have you back. Amy, of course, our reading expert. Uh, she likes to read and she likes to share her reading selections with you at home on Thursdays for a regular segment called Read This. So let's do that today. Amy,
6: what did you bring? I do. I do indeed like doing that. So. I hope I, I promise everybody I will get back on a fictional like escapy kind of <laughs> uh kick in a minute but I I have been you know real steps is is going on right now mm-hmm. so I'm kind of in the therapy you know kind of non y mode, non-fiction-y mode. Mm-hmm. and uh yeah so I I came across this book I actually bought it for my niece for Christmas because it was I felt like it it would resonate with her really, really well. And so, yeah, we'll uh, we can we can play the clip, and I will just say that it's not all about the whole book is not all about cleaning your house
1: all right <laughs> okay. That's an interesting go. hint. Here we go.
0: My professional experience as a therapist had shown me time and time again that being overwhelmed is not a personal failure. But as most of you know, the gulf between what we know in our minds and what we feel in our hearts is often an insurmountable distance. In that moment, I couldn't help but absorb that lie that my inability to keep a clean home was a direct evidence of my deep character failing of laziness. In reality, this could not be further from the truth. Even tasks that appear to be secondhand thoughts to most people, brushing your teeth, washing your hair, changing your clothes, can become almost impossible in the face of functional barriers. In my work as a therapist, I have seen hundreds of clients who struggle with these issues, and I am convinced now, more than ever, of one simple truth. They are not lazy. Main point, I do not think laziness exists. You know what does exist? Executive dysfunction, procrastination, feeling overwhelmed, perfectionism, trauma, amotivation, chronic pain, energy fatigue, depression, lack of skills, lack of support, and differing priorities. ADHD, autism, depression, traumatic brain injury, and bipolar and anxiety disorders are just some of the conditions that affect executive function, making planning, time management, working memory, and organization more difficult, and tasks with multiple steps, intimidating or boring. There's an old saying that neurons that fire together, wire together. It simply means that your brain can start associating feelings with certain experiences. This means that if a person was in an abusive situation, either as a child or in a domestic partnership where cleaning or mess was used as a punishment or was the subject of abuse, then that person is going to have post-traumatic stress around housekeeping, and they may avoid it because it triggers their nervous system. When barriers to functioning make completing care tasks difficult, a person can experience an immense amount of shame.
1: Hmm. I wish I had that kind of shame about my uh, I wish the, I wish I had a good excuse for why my office is a freaking sty right now, you yeah, know what I mean? right.
6: Well, okay, so you don't need an excuse, but um that that is the name of the book uh, before Christine Fletcher comes for me is How <laughs> to Keep House While Drowning by KC Davis. Mm. Uh, she is one of my favorite TikTokers uh, and she has written a book about uh, essentially how to make your home functional. It's not about how to make it clean and tidy and look like Instagram worthy. It's about how to, you know, how to make it function for you. And I feel like the, the more I listen to her and the more I, I dig into this book, uh, that whole Neurons that fire together wire together ought to sound familiar because Wendy has said it about eight hundred times
4: yeah <laughs> her heard her, i've heard i heard
1: her say it on the show before does she is this where yeah. she got it? Yeah. Did she coin it or or get it from this lady?
6: Oh no, no no she i mean it's a it's a very common like uh psychology phrase mm. so like so I think mm. they learn it in psychology 101. um mm. but uh yeah, so it it's it's really about. Hey, you are not a bad person for having a mess in your in your house, right? Like and I know that sounds ridiculous for me to say, but if you think about your internal way that you talk to yourself, you sh- you know, we shame ourselves all the time
4: mm-hmm.
6: for Oh my god, this place! Like you just did. Yeah, I'm doing now. Like, yeah. You know, right. like oh my god. Yeah, I wish I had an excuse for why my office is a mess. I had some lasagna
1: you know, last one. night and I left my bowl down here. Look at this. Look at this. Some crusty, oh, crusty ass leftover yeah. lasagna in my thing, and it's just sitting right here. How just, gross!
2: Just gonna have to throw that thing away. It's not. It's not salvageable. That no. Bowl. What am
1: I gonna do? Soak this in acid for a month? Forget it. I'm just gonna th- toss it. Gonna
4: break it.
6: <laughs> so barkeep's friend uh, will will take care of that for you, but. um <laughs> you know, the, 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 the crux of that is it doesn't make you a bad person, right? It's not clean does not equal good. Just like, you know, messy does not equal bad. Mm -hmm. It's, it it is, there are a, a number of things. And the phrase that I have taken from Casey Davis that I have found so helpful is that these things are morally neutral. You know, you, there is no, you haven't like, you haven't uh, what sort I'm looking for violated your value system mm. by by leaving your socks on the floor or by having a bowl on your desk. I mean. Scott, I have a bowl on my desk all the time. The only reason that I don't right now is because I'm in the process of actually reorganizing my office, which if you follow me on TikTok, you will have seen all of that. Shojo is following me a whole bunch and cheering me on, which is awesome.
5: <laughs> um nice.
6: but yeah, it's like a whole ongoing multi-day saga. Uh but you know, and, and typically Chuck will occasionally come by and be like, "Hey, I'm going downstairs, you, you know, you got mm. any dishes for me to grab? And we do that okay. for each other. Um, but, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. You know? Do you have cockroaches in it? No. No. <laughs> then it's okay. I don't you have know? mice. Like, I don't have any
2: of If your either. health is not an issue, then it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Quit shaming right. yourself about it. Yeah.
6: It, well, yeah. And I mean, you know, so just it, in and the, the crux of that is, hey, if you can only do a little bit, then just do a little bit. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it, your your house functions and and serves you. You don't serve your house. Mm. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's there to provide shelter and you know, a, a place to be and safety and whatnot. It's not you you don't have to serve your house. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so so whatever you can do is okay. And yeah. on other days where you're like, yeah, I'm I'm
4: <laughs> kicking ass
6: today. Then that's great too, you mm-hmm. know.
4: Sure. Um,
6: But nobody would ever, uh, nobody would ever say, you know, we get on social media and whatnot, and we brag on ourselves. But nobody would ever say, <laughs> "I'm so much better than you because <laughs> I did more than you today." Mm-hmm. Right. So, so why, why do we do that to ourselves? Sure. Um, there are you know, some there people
1: is, who who would do that, but I don't want to be around them anyway. You know.
6: Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, that's like. Jim Bros, who you know go on people in larger bodies uh videos and be like, Oh, my God, you're so fat, you're disgusting, you know yeah. that's not a person well, you want to be around anyhow no,
4: F that guy um, yeah F that guy,
6: exactly, yeah. well, and that guy clearly has has issues he hasn't worked sure. out as
4: well, yeah, yep. so
6: you know anyway, uh as I say, the book is not only about it just the I think the vehicle for a lot of the good messaging in the book is you know keeping house but it applies to just about anything like right now and y'all both know this because y'all are both self-employed so you do the small business thing I cannot make myself do our taxes <laughs> like
4: I oh, need God. Tell to me about do it. our
6: taxes and I just can't, like, I have this block about doing it. So actually, one thing that I have discovered that helps me is kind of having having company, in, you know, and a lot of people with ADHD call it body doubling. And you can <laughs> kind of get more done if it's... You, they The other person that's there with you doesn't even have to be doing anything. They just be sitting there. Uh, but, you know, you get more stuff done that way. Mm-hmm. I, I found that a lot when I would... I would fold laundry or do dishes or whatever if I was on the phone with my mom. And, uh, you know, like, I don't know why, but it just I it was like, all of would a sudden, you hey. up,
2: would you end up though missing something she said? Cause you're going, uh-huh. Oh really? Oh wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You <laughs> know, and you'd be basically like, well, no, how did that, but did you hear what I just said about uh, your father or <laughs> the <neighbor's laughs> like, Oh yeah, maybe you better tell me again just to be safe. <laughs>
6: Yeah. Um. Not that I know of, because uh, honestly, the way it sort of works is it weirdly I do. I have ADHD brain bad and some days yeah. are worse than others, particularly if I haven't had enough sleep. Like yesterday, I had a Charlie horse that woke me up at four thirty in the morning. Oh, my God, it hurts so bad. I, I actually those. like called out. I woke Chuck up and I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to wake you up. It just
4: hurt. No. And um, <laughs> I did know, this exact yeah.
1: same thing scenario to Kim the other night and there was yeah. no there was no getting around. it. It was so bad. I was going to make noise. So you're going to wake up and you may yeah. as well help me stretch my stupid calf because otherwise <laughs> I'm going to die here. I hate oh that. My oh my
6: gosh, they are yeah. so bad. I took a muscle relaxer last night because I was like, I'm not repeating that. Yeah. But yesterday, all day, man, I was my brain was somewhere else. Mm. I would walk into a room and be like, what 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 was I do? It's a good thing I wasn't on the show yesterday because I'd have been like, what what was I gonna? I don't Who know.
4: Who am I? Where am I? I? Yeah. <laughs>
6: There's a book or something. Yeah. Uh So, excuse me. And I just did it now. Um, (laughs) But no, Brian, because the way that my particular flavor of uh, neurodivergence works is there, it's like I call it monkey brain. um, And so I keep my monkey brain busy by folding the clothes. Mm. And that actually makes it easier for me to focus on what my mom's saying makes sense because um,
2: it's a mundane it's not something you really have to focus on so it's a lot easier to do that mindlessly while you pay attention to right, what right. Is saying.
6: exactly yeah. it's like it's yeah. something that keeps my monkey brain busy yeah. so that my yeah. main brain can focus on doing something else And it and it, it's like because and you know things like dishes and laundry and whatnot and those things are boring i don't want to do uh, them
4: um oh, yeah. and
6: so you know if i have something else That my main brain can focus on (laughs) and not be like a boring thing. So today, the real steppers, I have organized a little thing that we're calling Let's Do the Thing. And so we're just going to get together on Discord and we're going to all get together and say the thing we're going to do. And then we're going to spend 30 minutes and just set timers and go do it. Just go do stuff. What is something we've been procrastinating or whatever, and just go do it. And then at the very end, we come back for 15 minutes and we say what we did, and then we say a thing we get to do
4: that that. day. I like that a lot.
6: Um,
1: That's a great idea. See, this is why we have so I have an accountant for, you know, talking about taxes earlier, and I have an accountant who Mm -hmm. does everything for us except for we got to gather crap up, right? We have to get things well, ready. Same. That's yeah. me too. That's same why deal. I yeah. can't,
6: I cannot understand why I can't make myself do this. All <laughs> I have to do is gather all the crap yeah. and send it to the but guy. What helps and me, I can't make well, myself do it.
1: what helps that, <laughs> what helps us is he hound not hounds us, but he makes us feel very deadline about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that helps because now now I've got somebody who's on the hook for it. It's like, Oh well, I can't make Mark wait for these. I have to hurry yes. and get all this stuff yes. to him. I think that's a big motivator usual. for me. If it's just me, I'm terrible at it. It's like eh. yeah.
2: No, we have we have an accountant that is very much texting me right now. Okay, well I got all these things. Have you finished that spreadsheet, Brian? I'm like, no, I'm still working on it. It's like basically yeah. you know every every Coverville related film sack morning stream every purchase and i buy a lot of music for all of the shows soundography like basically individual tracks that we need whatever and it's so much like getting Mm -hmm. spreadsheets from five different sources and then adding a category field and figuring out all right what was that for oh yeah that's show content or this one is professional (laughs) services or this one is travel and entertainment and Mm -hmm. all that stuff
1: yeah i just wish there was a a way to um I wish we had flat flat rate taxes that's what I wish we had. I know it's oh, never going right. to happen but it'd be oh. cool if we're going to all be if we're all paying 20 to 30% whatever our rate is. I don't even know what the averages mm. are. Just mm. just do a flat one. I know that doesn't work for billionaires and they're all going to be pissed when I say this but just go <laughs> burnk like everybody bonk you have your 30%. Bam, you paid it, you're done. We're off yeah. to the races. Anyway.
6: Yeah. Oh, I I agree. That would make things so much easier. Yeah. But yeah, so uh the stuff in this book doesn't doesn't necessarily have to apply to um, you know, housework and things like that, but it, but it can be it, it can be really helpful for hey, you know, if you can't if if you if if this task feels daunting, this whole project feels like it's just too much, mm. um then just do a little bit. And then if you feel great and want to keep going, awesome. If you don't, that's okay. You did a little bit and that's it. That's all good. Okay. Well,
1: um, listen to this. I yeah. found the origin of Charlie horse. Would you like to hear where this came from?
6: I <laughs> would. Okay, I check, would indeed. Check
1: this out. Sure. Base ballasts. Okay. So this is uh, July 1886 issue of the West Virginia newspaper called the Wheeling Daily Intelligencer. Okay. They
2: okay. They were using those
1: stupid, that Intelligencer stupid name all the way back in the 1800s. Anyway. Yeah. Ugh. Base ballasts have invented a brand new disease called Charlie Horse. It consists of, and this is taken right out of the issue of the paper, consists of a peculiar contraction and hardening of the muscles and tendons of the thigh, although I usually get them in the calf, to which ball players are li- uh, liable from the sudden starting and stopping and chasing balls. Uh, Jack Glasscock. Is said to have originated the name because the way men limped around, reminding him of an old horse he once uh, owned named Charlie. There's your origin. The guy guy had a horse named Charlie. He limped around like a weird old horse. That looks like these guys with their pulled muscles. Boom! You got your call
2: it a Charlie horse. That's awesome. By the way, my my old GP was Doctor David Glasscock.
1: Yep. Yeah, old Glasscock.
2: Oh it was so fun going to see the doctor and saying, All right, well, I need to go get a physical from Dr. Glasscock. <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh. they, see, I, they you know, I feel bad for people with like unfortunate names sometimes. Yeah. So like yeah. I I went to school with a guy whose last name was Butts.
1: Yeah, just like straight <laughs> and up Butts another
6: yeah. guy whose last name was Dicks.
1: Yeah. And uh did yeah. they hang out? So, did they? Did those two ever come out? <laughs> hang out together? <laughs>
6: like, that
2: would be my exact same question. So I'm glad you
1: asked it. Yeah, they I
6: mean, did. They did. Good. Good. Yeah.
1: So dicks so, and butts out on the town on a Friday. Fantastic. I love it.
6: Yes. Anyway. anyway, so so don't you know? Shame never. I'm gonna Brene Brown for a second here, but shame never helped anybody get anything done. Mm. It just makes you feel. Sure worse uh, uh, you know about yourself and if especially if you suffer with depression or anything like that it that shame is just going to make that worse and make it less possible for you to get anything done. for a
1: hot second i so, said shane shane never did anything shane, for anyone
6: shane never did anything for anybody shane maddox yeah so yeah. shane maddox <laughs>
1: He's out. Oh, he just barely submitted a title. Funny enough, but um, shame on you, Shane. On you, Shane. 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 Hey. Shane. Shane.
6: Who has a surprisingly lovely singing voice? Who? Uh, what?
1: Know. I need to. Hear- yeah.
6: <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, I, know I know he's coming. Him. If he's coming to Vegas, I need to hear this lovely singing voice. That would be- I believe you? we've played his uh, stuff on
2: the show before. Have we? Yeah. I need mm-hmm. to hear it again. On his band. Yeah.
1: I didn't know that was him. Yeah. Here's here's what I think of when I think of Shane. Uh, stand in one place, hold your camera way out here, and then slowly rotate <laughs> until you've done a full 360 of the entire room. That's what I picture when I think of Shane. Well, anyway, Shane, oh, yeah. it's not your fault. Uh, well, all right then. This sounds like great. Uh, tell people the book one more time, and uh, uh you know, the why- book is yeah. called
6: "How to Keep House While Drowning" by Casey Davis, and she is domestic blisters on TikTok.
1: Domestic blisters. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, get in there. Walk TikTok s- stays.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, the totally. good. get get ah, yeah. that
1: book and put some salve
2: on it. Uh, that's right. That yeah. obviously is uh, up on the site at uh, quicktms.li yep. right
4: now. It's, it's a real. really
6: short book. Also, that's uh, like, and I find uh, with a lot of like self help books and like like that book. Uh, uh, what was it called? It wasn't called Just Do It. It was like um, Getting Things Done. Getting things
4: done. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. Oh, I have Freaking, that book. I was like, great. The first chapter ought to be finding time to read this damn book.
1: Yeah, like it's a very good book. It's a really, it's a really good book. I read it front to back, but what the one thing it misses or the one thing it, it just assumes is that you're coming to it with the motivation to start with. Right. So if you've got the motivation, it's a brilliant way to get things done like it's a really good it's a great system people have copied it tons of software builds their, builds, uh, builds their entire yeah. software systems around the concepts and getting things done but it, the one piece it misses is this little bit right before it where you got to like be you know motivated enough whatever the motivation needs to be to to get going and that's Absolutely. the tricky bit. So yep. I guess that's why real steps exist. So there you have it.
6: Yeah. And the, and the Casey Davis book addresses that piece and the, you know, the motivation piece. Nice. So yeah, nice. it's really cool. good.
1: All right, go check it out. Uh, it is, uh, red fraggle three everywhere you want to find her, including that old TikTok thing until they pull it down. Although yeah. I don't know. I, I got a theory on this, this, uh, restrict act that are proposing that would be the one that would take it out is so broad with its, its powers broad. that, there's no way. There's no way this passes. It can't pass. It's so it's bad. It's So
6: bad. It's so bad. It's really yeah, bad. It's like-
1: not just. I. I thought. Oh well, they'll just make a very narrow thing that's just attacking st- the TikTok China thing, and that's it. That's that's what this is. This will be for. No, no, no. They have. They have put a ton of language in there that basically broadens it it feels like patriot act 2.0 it's like real gnarly yeah. don't wow it's
6: very 1984 ish kind of shit it's yeah bad. go read it's it like- it's
1: bullshit you don't want it mm-hmm. uh yeah. anyway so i'm I'm kind of hoping it's so extreme that they won't they won't pass And i don't think they have a majority so they won't anyway but anyway uh good luck on that and uh amy thanks for being with us we'll see you next time
6: all right bye bye see now ya.
1: bye now yeah. all right uh what do we got we got time for a little bit of news let's do that yes that's right it's time for the news and it's brought to you by
2: core podcast live tonight 5 p.m video games be there listen
1: it's yours for the taking that's right it's very just how Scott wrote it yeah it's perfect dramatic reading it's exactly what I intended (laughs) uh yeah core will be tonight it'll be at 5 p.m and uh that's mountain time and everybody should come watch us live or check it out later uh but we love doing core and it's that time of the week so come check it out that's tonight cool uh Miami man in the news Miami man
2: Miami man.
1: Yeah. What's his power? We haven't done that in a while. What's his power? We have not done that in a while. Miami man. His power
2: is to, uh, eh, boy, I'm out of practice with these damn, uh, powers here. It's been a bit. Uh, able to get such a dark tan. He looks like a raisin <laughs> and will <laughs> smell like one too. No. Excelsior.
1: Ah, the sweet smell of dried fruit. Mm. Yes. Uh, speaking away. Silly question. No, that's not him. Where is I'm going to win. No. That's a
5: silly question, isn't it?
1: No. Oh, I don't have it. I'm t- I thought I had the uh, Excelsior... Oh, um, that just, that's that's, a, that's a stupid question. Or whatever he question. says. What does he say? Oh, silly person is what it is. Oh, s- silly person. That's Let's right. Let's see. And when he was talking to Veronica. Um, yes. Hold on. <laughs> now that person. I've mentioned it, I have to do it. Oh, I don't yep. have it. Legally obligated. Alright, this is one of those on a weird hard drive I haven't moved over yet, so... Wish me luck. I'll find it. <laughs> uh, and a Miami man was injured by a falling iguana during an outdoor yoga class. <laughs> yeah, we talked about the iguanas uh, when when stuff
2: was uh, cold out there. They would freeze in the uh, the trees and then drop on people, right?
1: Yeah, and they would get too cold for them. When you just have any kind of cold snap in Florida, and these iguanas just fall out of the tree. Yeah, like they freeze, like and, old fruit. Fall out of trees. Uh, well, the class proceeded as usual for forty-seven minutes. They were doing breathing exercises, upward and downward dog.
5: Oh, I don't know know. what the upward dog is.
1: I know, right? I don't either. I've never heard of it. I don't know what that is. I've done downward dog before. Anyway. Yeah. Warrior. I've heard of that. Triangle. I don't don't know what that is. Uh, And seated stretching poses. Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, They concluded the instruction, uh, instructing yogis to roll on their backs, lift their hips, and begin to look inward. All right. It was then. There's a series of noises, tree branches rustling, a, th- a loud thud, a cacophony of gasps—all of this ensued. <laughs> it's very dramatic.
5: <laughs> no
2: kidding, this is like this is like written by uh, <laughs> Steinbeck or something. Yeah, no wow.
1: kidding. Uh, this is what the yogi says, guys. I think we're gonna, going to have to close the class. His name is Sanchez. Okay. Uh, said in this Instagram live video as they were right, we got recorded. I'm going to take care of someone who just got an iguana dropped on his face.
2: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, that someone would be Michael. agreed to speak to the New York Times or the New Times, rather. There's no New York Times involved here. The New no, Times,
2: the Miami, Miami New Times, which uh, is fake, fake paper.
1: Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not the,
2: not the Herald. I mean, it's probably just an online thing. Oh, the, gotcha. Okay. The Herald is the Miami,
1: actual newspaper. This so MiamiNewTimes.com, probably, like probably just an online online yeah. newspaper thing all some, these are cropping up some smaller one who knows yeah um, it says uh, on the quite understandable condition Miami Intelligencer <laughs> I hate that name so much yeah I think the,
2: the Seattle uh, Times and Post Intelligencer uh, still exist or is it just Seattle Times now somebody from Seattle can answer that one But if
1: I live there I would stop with Times and never put Intelligencer in my mouth I hate that yeah, word yeah exactly it sucks uh, this guy says, I didn't see it coming. It felt like a sandbag hit me in the face. First thing that went through my head was I must have been or must have been a coconut, but there were no coconut trees. And then I thought maybe the guy next to me slugged me. But I mean, we're in a yoga class and it's so calm and peaceful. Why would that guy hit me? Unquote.
2: Yeah. Why? Uh, the Really, the first thing that went through his head was the the iguana. The second thing that went through his head is that it must have been a coconut. That's
1: right. <laughs> oh, man. I saw something... Oh, I can't even talk about it. I saw a, a death in a movie yesterday that was so gross. Oh, God. Well, I've talked about it before. Have I talked about B- uh, Bone Tomahawk? I think oh, I've talked yes, about it. yes,
2: you've mentioned it before, Before, yeah.
1: It's a 2015 the- movie. Uh, t- what's his name? I can't think of his name all of a sudden. No one's names are working for me today. Um, Give me both. Uh, me uh, Guardians movie. 2, Dad. Uh, oh, Kurt Russell. Kurt freaking Russell. We just okay. watched him on FilmZag. Anyway ego (laughs) he's a he's an old sheriff it's a western but it's also a horror movie and it's got an amazing cast and if you've all seen that movie it's 2015 you guys this isn't new Mm -hmm. Um, if you've seen that movie bone tomahawk then you know about the death scene I'm talking about and for some reason (laughs) for some reason this iguana landing on this dude's head reminded (laughs) me of that but I don't know why but I was just
2: trying to come up with a wall of voodoo. Uh, you know, wish I was in Tijuana, getting hit in the face with an iguana, something like that. Something somewhere along the line, there is a, there is a, uh, a song there.
1: There's a cover in there. There's a, there's
4: a there's
2: weird a owl moment. There. A parody. There. There's a parody in there. Yeah,
1: I can hear the, I can hear Doctor Demento to getting ready to play that record. You know. That's I what
2: that's uh, Should there be a policy? I hope not. But should there be a policy on uh, when I do my film sec intros? Am I allowed to do uh, my own parody of a song that Weird Al Yankovic himself parodied prior? Uh, I think so. Prior? Yeah.
1: Okay. But, I don't think there's yeah. any rules against that yeah, now because I'm cause I'm thinking about one for oh. this week
2: again. Haven't even haven't even watched uh, Cobra yet, but I think I've already got a, a thought in mind for a song parody intro. I'm trying
1: to think of a song with lyrics that have you can, Cobra you can rhyming. Song. Guess it,
2: but it's uh, I'm, a. I don't think you'll get it. B.
1: I'm not going to tell if you're right. Yeah, you're going to say whether I got it right. You want to save it I exactly? Yes. Cobra. What rhymes with Cobra? it
2: might not even be Cobra might not even be in the chorus I might be talking about uh, Stallone or
1: uh, oh that's uh, true it could it could have nothing to do with it that's right cutting pizza
2: with garden shears who knows there's so many directions I could go with that
1: it's it's endless really your list your choices you could go anywhere you want that's right exactly speaking of going somewhere we're going to take a break when we come back my sister Wendy will be here an actual practicing therapist she's got uh, a very interesting email to tackle today So that will be what we do after this break. This break involves a musical selection. Brian, what do you have today? Uh,
2: About a week ago, the band Heartworms released their debut EP called A Comforting Notion. Uh, Perfect. Perfect for Therapy Thursday. Mm. Uh, Big thanks to Speedy Wonderground and P.I.A.S. Marketing for sending me this one. This is the brand new song from uh, South London Heartworms um she it's really just one person it's a she and her name is does that do i have that in here nope she just goes by heartworms she she's. does not want she does not want anybody tracking her down and finding her so she's she's uh she's heartworms sure. uh from the brand new ep a comforting notion here is 24 hours
5: Troubles more than a day, like being a child again, excited to wake up and do a little while the sun goes up. Breathing teeth became money, and money became a souvenir.
1: Be telling me you don't like strangers around
3: here pinching is not allowed not around me
1: here's your meatball this is the morning stream Tell me more about that song.
2: Yeah, that song that. is called 24 Hours, and it is uh, by Heartworms from her brand new EP, A Comforting Notion.
1: Mm. They have uh, medicine for that, for Heartworms, I think. Don't yeah, they?
2: And, and and it provides you a comforting notion. Mm. Yeah, That's true. Good. Can
1: people get Heartworms, uh, or is that just a dog thing? I, I wonder.
2: I think just dogs, but I don't know. I don't know if people can get them. You never hear about somebody getting Heartworms, so I no. think it is, its it's got to just be a dog or
1: thing. Maybe, or maybe we're just... Uh, I don't know. You'd have to go our, back to like. Our
2: hearts are impervious to worms.
1: Oh, look at this. There's the American.
2: Worms, rock band, worms.
1: <laughs> the American Heartworm Association. Oh. Uh, says it is all pets. So okay. I, think, I think we're correct that people do not get heartworms. Good. It's Maybe safe. they can That's- if they live bad. Like if you're living in a, a dumpster, <laughs> you know. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Like, we're just too. Just, we're we're just, you know, uh, a licking ourselves to clean ourselves short of getting our own heartworms, basically. Yeah, that's
1: what it sounds like to me. I'm I'm all in on our dystopic future. Uh, Speaking of uh, futures, let's talk to Wendy and see if we can improve our futures. Uh, Here's her thingy.
7: Wendy. I mean, uh, uh, random. Not a chance.
1: Ooh, look who it is. It's my sister, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Hey. 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 How
0: are you guys? What's going on?
1: When you're here, you're family. That's true, isn't it? You know?
0: Wait, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like Olive Garden. You've been there. Oh,
7: when you're here, you're family. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. you are family when you're here. Yeah. I
1: know. Um, as yeah. as I like, wherever yeah. you are, you are family.
7: We're still family.
1: You're family no matter what. Uh But that's not not, not that's the issue game. today. Today is a very different kind of thing. We're going to read an email. We're going to get somebody some uh, help for their big question. feel like this one might be interesting for everyone. Especially, yeah. I don't know, I feel, I feel like us in general. Because I don't think brian and i know anything about this subject i don't think this is a thing no do.
2: definitely don't but
1: yeah. i do want to say before we even get into that that i have been repeating my handwritten oh yeah you uh, gotta follow up How oh it go? your mantra yeah me too we're it's been, um it's been going very well
2: i have it basically sitting right here in front of my monitor and uh i don't do procrastination i tackle the most urgent items first yeah. okay so
7: tell me this yeah. when it when rubber hits hits the road and there's a chance to procrastinate this last week what happened
2: uh 9 times out of 10 I won't say that I completely stopped procrastinating because I did have mm-hmm. some fun stuff I wanted to do but uh 9 times out of 10 it did work and I did just say all right well let's what's what's it made me actually think about what was the most important thing because I found that that one of my problems was I would I would intentionally not prioritize in my head what was most important so that I could mm. easily excuse uh doing the fun thing first
7: right so. because fun should be a priority as well it just it may be in a different order yeah
2: yeah exactly. it shouldn't be all no. fun i can't i can't live on just icing i need some
7: cake I need some actual cake nice that's awesome how about you scott you
1: i don't do i don't worry about things out of my control i wrote mm-hmm. um and i was better at that i had better sleep this week I think part of that was me like I'd go to bed with all the things I got to do tomorrow all the existential worries I always carry with me all that stuff and I would and I started to go "Uh, you you don't need you can't control any of that so go just go to sleep all you can control now is your sleep let's do that and that like weirdly helped and I didn't have any weird dreams which is too bad for the show because those are always fun to talk about but I had no (laughs) weird dreams like it was just kind of a better a better week of sleep. Uh, ha- having this around and reading it. So good. good. So, also, success. can we just
7: all, uh, geek out about that for a second, that writing something down and reading it a couple times changed your sleep.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. well, it makes no, sense, right? So cool.
2: I also can write down to help my sleep. Cause this didn't help my sleep. At all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, but
1: well, it's, it's, right. an point, it's an important point. though. It's an important point to think about like what, what, what makes us have bad sleep. It's us reading a couple of things too often or thinking about a thing too often. And then we're having bad sleep as a result. so it's not I guess I shouldn't be surprised that flipping the lid mm-hmm. and doing this positive mantra or thinking yeah. about it more is having the same effect but in a in a positive way. It makes perfect yeah. sense to me
4: mm-hmm.
7: I'm just bad yeah, sure. at it I'm just yeah.
1: bad at normally doing it
7: it's logical it's not like it was some magic trick it it is in the sense of like bringing something further up in your awareness that's pretty. Hard to do when your attention is being drawn all over the place, right? So that's a right. little magic, but like, yeah, it just is framing a thing
4: mm-hmm.
7: differently, and your brain will respond if you frame it that way. Like it, it can be malleable, and that's actually exactly what we're going to talk about today. Teaching <laughs>
1: so. teaching old dogs new tricks, you might say, right? Uh, all right. Well, let's treat, teach a couple of old dogs some new tricks here with today's okay. anonymous email. I'll just read what we got here. Greetings. Last week, you and your wonderful sister. Oh, that's very nice of them to say that, isn't yeah, it? That's so Aww.
7: nice. Way to butter me up yeah. before <laughs> I <laughs> break it down.
1: <laughs> uh, it says, you and your wonderful sister asked for mushroom questions. I'm eager to learn more. My sister's new wife recently divulged to me that she is microdosing. That's the term you always hear. This mm-hmm. concerned me because, as I understand it, all hallucinations are severely harmful to the brain and self medication without prescription can be dangerous. I'm not all
7: look- hallucinations. You want to say that differently?
1: Didn't I? What I say? Um,
7: all hallucinogens. Oh, all hallucinogens. Hallo-
1: sorry. Hallucinogens. That is a very different word. All hallucinogens yeah. are severely harmful to the brain and self medication without uh, prescription can be dangerous. I'm not looking to judge her decisions. But she is now family, and I am concerned that her microdosing practices could rub off on my sister, mm. whom I love so dearly. What are the dangers of microdosing? How would Wendy recommend an approach or I approach my sister with my concerns without coming off as a drug narc? Regards Anonymous. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. A drug narc. All right. Yeah. Drug
7: narc. Okay. I have two questions that I would love answered. What does this person do for a living? What Hmm. is their background? Yeah, be interesting. Uh, And their own—they're
2: hating the (laughs)
5: competition. (laughs) Yeah,
7: Uh, and also just like, what is? Yeah, like what is? Well, I'll save my second question. Okay, that would just be an interesting side note. So, people, when you send an email, just be like, I work with. Yeah. It or whatever, just because it gives me, like, I, I don't know, that's sometimes a helpful thing. And,
2: okay. And age, age probably helps too, yeah. right? You want, you want a little age. Bit.
4: Yeah.
7: Right. Because if this is somebody, I mean, my sense of like, okay, my sister's new wife, yeah. this is could be any age, but like, I'm probably maybe not 90 year olds.
2: Right. Right. Upper 20s, lower you know,
1: 30s.
7: Yeah. It could be somewhere yeah. in the middle, the TV yeah. range. That's what we call it, where you look like you could be on TV and. <laughs>
1: Is that a thing? I hadn't heard that before. Yeah, it's
7: like between 18 and 39. Okay. <laughs> that's the TV range.
1: That's when you're presentable or, for television, I see.
7: Yeah, your pres- oh, your collagen still works, and then after that, sure. we don't want to see you. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. So here's the thing with this. So let's just start with some, some basic understanding that is a, a misunderstanding. Okay. okay hallucinogens do not severely harm the brain. That right. is fundamentally not true. All right. Um, now, because that, that's a big blanket statement. So what I'm interested in is where do they get to that uh, assessment, right? So when I'm working with anyone and I come in and they have this idea about something, often when it comes to things that, you know, really out of their purview, mm. um, that's why, like, if he's a car mechanic and he's like, my sister's, you know, doing this thing and it's terrible and just not daily working with the brain and having not a lot of information, you're going to just go with whatever a experiences you've had or kind of the vibe, right? I mean, that's a weird way of putting it, but like, actually let's talk about the vibe a little bit with psychedelics historically. So we're, I'm going to use a couple different words, hallucinogens, you know, that's, I think what they're referencing here is psychedelics as a class of drugs which are found usually in natural sources you can you know lsd is a um was synthetic synthetic but you know most of these are found in plants and mushrooms and you know different sources and a lot of indigenous and um first peoples have a lot of a lot of deep knowledge about these substances because they've used them for various rituals and you know historically that's where most of this stuff was well it's it gets discovered And like all good things, white people take it and break it. (laughs) Um, And, you know, there was a lot of cool initial research going on in the 50s and 60s with some of these substances and in the mental health realm of just like this makes, this does this to the brain, you know, it's pretty fascinating. We did not have, I mean, you got to remember like just a baby ultrasound like came out in 1975 or something.
4: Yeah.
7: I can't remember the exact date, but, and it was you couldn't see a thing let's all be honest so we're talking we don't have the imaging ability any of that to really know and they're just kind of looking through figuring stuff out well it's also apparently a lot of fun to hallucinate so they there's lots of counterculture stuff that gets wrapped up in it and then it's used all over the place in recreational ways and gets a bad rap and then in 1970 it is basically the US government bans it as a illicit substance that you know is illegal Right, sure. so that put a sudden stop to any kind of research that could be done on these kinds of things, and then um, in recent years, there's been a resurgence because some of these substances have been legalized in various ways for research purposes. And then Colorado, by the way, and Oregon are the only two states where like, like psilocybin is legal. Oregon has made a, a, a law about this, which is a really smart one, which is it's legal for recreational use with um, a couple factors in place because there are some risk factors, which I'll get into what the risk factors are. But, um, you know, there is a big shift in the zeitgeist around this, right? Maybe mm-hmm. you guys have noticed this. Like, it's been really sudden in the last couple years. And some of the research that's come out has verified, you know, some of its therapeutic use. Yeah. And so clinics have popped up to do that work. In my industry, I've I've already had two or three trainings where the best in my field are talking about this and how does this affect trauma work and how do we make sure this is you know does no harm but really does the good that we think it might do. So, it's definitely all over the place. Yeah. But that usually means when it is in the very public sphere, it has been in a less public sphere for a, a hot minute before then. Um, and so, uh, I forget. There's a term for it in San Francisco. It's like the
0: oh.
7: secret, whatever, because yeah. it really starts there. You know, oh. Oh. the underground.
1: Oh yeah.
7: Uh, oh no no. We know this. Uh, there's a word. Ah, anyway, crap. I'm not gonna remember.
1: Okay, I won't either. I'll think. But essentially, it's yeah.
7: like a little uh, secret hub of where it, a lot of this experimenting and early therapeutic sort right. of intervention using these things started. So, you know, it's just becoming more mainstream and being studied. So um, John Hopkins University has done a lot of work in the last five years. Let's see, 2017, whatever the heck that is, six years ago.
4: Mm
7: -hmm. Um, Lots of cool studies, lots of double-blind. We're getting into the real meat of research and then how this can help other people. Um, so, So let's just do this. Let's break it down real quick into what is helpful about it and then... What is not, and we're going to start with this big, big umbrella, is okay. that we don't know everything, right? I think sometimes as a consumer or a, a, sort of a person watching this, like your doctor's like, okay, I don't take so much vitamin C. <laughs> and then later they're like, you got to up your vitamin C. Right. And so yeah. your own experience is a little, you know, frustrating. You want black and white answers. You want the expert to be the expert but we are talking about the brain people and the brain, unlike any other part of us, it's a lot harder to know definitively certain things or to control certain things, but we know some really good stuff about it. Even even person to person,
2: right? Like, you know, what works for somebody might not even work for, might not work for anybody else. Yeah.
7: Yeah. So let's get to the fundamentals of what these types of substances do. Um, and anyone who's probably taken one, done Molly at a party can tell you <laughs> that their brain suddenly is not like your brain. No, wait, is Molly,
1: Molly's before. mushrooms? Is that a thing? I didn't know that. No,
7: Molly's at like MDMA. M- and MDMA, oh, MDMA yeah. is being studied for some really cool mental health benefits differently. So everything kind of has a different thing. Psilocybin is in mushrooms. That's the magic mushroom room. Yeah. Um, uh, MDMA is the, this other one. Um D, D, DAT is another one. Anyway, there's a few stuff that's in ayahuasca. You guys know that, like the Peruvian drink. Yeah, where you host sure. it.
4: Um,
7: so what they're doing is they're actually looking at all these things that are studying them in mice, of course, which was where you always got to start, and finding out different things. And then they are now doing double-blind studies with um, adults. And what we're finding, and, and I'll get to microdosing in a second, but what happens is, the brain gets these chemicals will, it's think of it a snow globe. You have a snow globe, everything's settled. Your neural networking is kind of what it is. You flip the snow globe over and then things can fall in different places. It's like, that's what it can offer the brain. It will grow new dendrites. It will gr- make new connections. It will, you know, kind of the stuff that was stuck isn't stuck. And so, so for example, ketamine is another example. And ketamine has been used by, I'm not sure, ethically, by police officers to calm suspects um, down sometimes. Um, it's administered without you know consent, which is a problem. Anyway, <laughs> we're not going to get into that. But that has yeah. been used for a while. It is, it is legal. It is legal um, to use in treating treatment depression or treatment-resistant depression um, and to some great effect for a lot of people. So I personally have multiple clients that have done this and have had really helpful when nothing else has worked, right? Mm. So what it does is creates more plasticity in the brain. And plasticity is a thing we've known about for a long time. We haven't quite known how to create it. We know the most plastic the brain is, or the most malleable, the most wiring and rewiring it is, is at a very young age. So one to four is the most plastic our brains are. So imagine, you know, you teach a four-year-old to ski or you teach a 50-year-old to ski.
4: Mm. Like
7: really different abilities because no those networks can be built very quickly. Learning a language, whatever it is, right? It just goes really fast because it's so plastic or yeah. malleable, it's right?
4: Malleable. Yeah,
7: yeah. Right. So the sciencey word is plastic. And so I just know that's what I'm talking about when I say <laughs> that because it feels like a <laughs> weird word, right? Yeah. Your brain is not actually made of.
2: Still so forming, still, still still able moving. to get yeah. input and deal with input yeah. a lot easier. Yeah. yeah,
7: and that's why all the things you learn as you age, it gets a little harder, more effort to do those things because it's just not as malleable. So what this does is create some malleability again, which can have a really great effect, and it can also have risk. So let's just talk about the good things about it. When um done with a trained provider, and a setting in which you're safe and it's it, it's managed. So, for example, let's imagine you give you a psychedelic, and then I push you out in traffic. That is not <laughs> a great setting, right? Right. No. Um, or you're just doing it for fun with a friend, and your brain suddenly gets all loose and open and then you remember some unresolved trauma from oh, sure. a younger age, you can actually give yourself PTSD. While, and that's one of the, the risks here of just doing it on your own. You can give yourself PTSD from that experience. right? And this your is, brain is so open. It's just think of it as like a very vulnerable state. And then you just stamp some trauma right in there. Is the is, in, so, in the past, is
4: they,
1: because- they'd call it like a bad trip, right? That's, yeah. That, that's
7: uh-huh. That. Right. Yeah, but you could also have. I've just recovered some very, you know, something I've been suppressing. Yeah, and I'm just with my buddies here on a couch, and I realize I was abused, you know, half my childhood, and I have no one here to help me. I don't know how to integrate this, you know. So there, there's there's
2: ba- was a baby basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: The very is it's a it, that is the risk of the sort of of. But not having help as you work through these things. So I'm talking about kind of bigger trips situation. And what they're finding is this makes huge strides for people um, with treatment-resistant depression when nothing else has worked. I mean, we're looking at people who have done two to four other treatment regimes, have done therapy, have met, you name it, they've tried it, all the drugs series, every single kind, nothing touches it. And then they are able to do you know, one session with psilocybin with, you know, it's like a four to six hour session. They have two psychologists with them the whole time, kind of guiding them. And they have benefits that sometimes can last six months um, from that one dosing, which is mind blowing. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing ketamine does is it helps with suicidal thinking very quickly. And that's one of the reasons it was, I think, Um, legalized so quickly because of the benefit that it can give to just, it's like it gets your brain to stop going there in this kind of an amazing way. So all this to be said, these are trips though. This is not like you're getting this and you're like, just feeling comfy. Usually you are dreaming of something weird, you know, like it is, it is bizarre. So you can't drive after you have to have someone with you. This is costly. Often it's um, given intravenously. Like This is a production to get this kind of help, right? And so people who are really desperate and need this help, they're going to do this, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, lots of researchers now are trying to make this more accessible and helping more people. So introduce microdosing. So microdosing is the idea of it's like some like 2% of the total dose It's some small amount. So if if a regular thing is 2 to 5 grams or something, you're doing 100 milligrams, um, and,
2: and administered by a professional is the other key part of that. A monitor, exactly like monitored while you're while you're taking it. In a,
7: right. Well, the in microdosing. A, what happens is you don't have the same level of. It doesn't have the same hallucinogenic effect, but sure. it doesn't have side effects like you can have with um, antidepressants. I don't know if you guys know this, but antidepressants. When you think about like, oh, when did those come out? What's your guess? Just what pops in your head? Like, how long have those been around?
1: Probably right around two. the time that. Uh, <laughs> mushrooms and uh, hallucinogenics were uh, demonized as my guess was <laughs> right around then.
2: Yeah. I don't know. No, I think of the, the forties and fifties and mother's little helper and you know, the, the Rolling mm. Stones song, and, but I'm sure it's much earlier than that.
7: Well, uh, what's funny is everybody's needed one probably before that. Uh, yeah, but right. the uh, sort of initial ones were in the 40 and fifties, but those are MAOIs and some other types that are have more significant, um, Side effects and interact with other medications and life in a tough way. Those are those are tough medications. So it was never fully adopted. But the ones you know today, the ones the SSRIs, that the Prozacs, the Lexapro, the you know Zoloft, that was 1988.
2: Oh wow, okay. 88, Much than geez. I was
7: Right, I, I was like Scott, you just graduated from just high school. Graduated I just graduated
1: high school. Yeah, that is weird to me. I didn't know that. I thought this was like '60s or at least or yeah. No. Yeah. no, no, 19, 1988.
7: nineteen, nineteen eighty eight, and has made a big difference for some people. But across the board, we have there's a third of people with depression that it doesn't it doesn't help at all. Mm-hmm. So that's really one of the motivations for doing the, the psychedelic research is that we've got access to these compounds and chemicals that make a huge difference in someone's brain. And the, the improvements are substantial. But now we're getting into double blind, placebo effect, checking, all that kind of stuff. And what we're finding is that microdosing is not, um, they can't, they're not showing yet that when you when you take out the expectation that it's helping, that it actually helps. But we don't know that fully uh, yet. Only some of these studies support it. And this is what's hard is in order to really like, you know, Think of what you know about Tylenol. That's from so much time and effort (laughs) to know what you know about Tylenol. Mm -hmm. We are babies. This was 2017. I think the first time people said it out loud that we're going to be doing this and looking at this. Yeah. So it's a big change. And so for me, going from I don't know anything about any of this to having a client just bless his heart, slowly help me understand the stuff he was learning because he was so desperate for help. Yeah. Um, and I'm just thinking, no, I don't know, to a couple books. And now I've done a couple trainings. I don't work with it directly, but I will, without hesitation, refer my clients to get this kind of help. Mm. Um, but of course it's following a bunch of different rules as opposed to like, you know what? Just go find some in a back alley. Right.
2: and yeah, give it, it a just, go. I well, am yeah. sure
7: you'll be fine. You could totally do it. Yourself.
2: Yeah, once
1: again, you are not. It's 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 this combination of societal shame, not societal shame, societal um judgment or whatever where we placed we place these kinds of things, and I think yeah. weed falls into this category as well. Uh, we we put them in whatever cultural taste or distaste they've been in for so long. So now that there's a like, there's actual science and stuff around the benefits we still have a hard time separating them. We still think of it yeah, as like oh we're going to get them those colors of yeah, yeah. It's like you're gonna get them yeah. mushrooms out of the backyard, and then you go exactly. you go hide in the garage and smoke that shit. Like that's what people think.
2: <laughs> all all they think are people with bell bottoms with flowers printed on them and, totally. and leather jacket, leather yeah. vests with fringe on them. It's hard yeah, to totally. it's
1: hard to like separate the counterculture of it from yeah from yeah. new knowledge or whatever, which is a human. I know that's a, that's a whole other human trait we could probably talk about sometime, but
7: yeah, but, and it's yeah. so that's why you'll see uh, the younger generation just being like, what. Why do you even care? Like, this has nothing to do with anything else. And we need to respect the indigenous people who create it. You know, like there's a total different vibe than someone who, you know, grew up at a time where the 60s hippies are just a joke or demonized in their world, right? Mm -hmm. So you're absolutely right. And so it is kind of a, I wonder, I sometimes wonder, like, what else in history is this exact Mm thing? And maybe it's in a different culture or something where... There was a stop put to something that really could have been helpful and it just wasn't, I don't know, someone can come up. I couldn't think of one, but I feel like humans always do the same thing over and over and over again. This is not the first or the the last time. The
1: the Romans did some bullcrap like this. We just don't, we just can't think of what it is.
7: Everybody does. Yeah. Well, and, and in the end, the, you know, the people looking at this and this is the other thing that can be difficult in modern life is, you know, are all these attempts, you know, people have really good intentions to really help people. But we always have sort of money grab and opportunity folks. And so sometimes distinguishing the two is tricky or, and, and actually this is really important, sourcing. Where are people getting this from? Mm-hmm. And is it actually quality? And is it safe? And that's just like any drug. This is the reason we have the FDA. And we sometimes get mad at it, like, wow, they don't sell this thing I need or, you know, St. John's work works, but they've never (laughs) said it or whatever the thing is. And I, I, it's, it's a bit of like, whenever we're grumpy about a thing, we probably really just don't understand it. Mm. Right. We don't understand what it takes to create something safe. And then that gets put on the mass market and doesn't kill a bunch of people. Then we are furious when there's a hiccup with something or something's recalled. Like, how dare they? Well, it just puts them in a rough position. So, they're they're going to do the thing that they always do but i would recommend for this person because you know maybe he's listening to me thinking okay cool but also this is scary because this is my relationship with someone i really care about and i think this thing they're doing is so terrible um and that that's really what this email is about the email is like you know i wanted to talk a little bit about the science of it and there's so much out there you can read it's new right nature. I, I have a bunch of links I can send you. Um, but there's a lot of, you know, really serious people talking about this and working on this and doing this. This is not just like nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and so take a minute. And before you go tell your sister, you are concerned that you have us a basic understanding of this, right? and, dive in a little this is not going to make you into a distributor of psilocybin this is just going to make you more informed yeah, right
4: yeah um
7: because this the stigma is real around this mm-hmm. right oh, yeah. and so you might be hearing me going whoa no this is nuts you can't how dare you yeah you think and can- you think cannabis there. is
1: you think cannabis is hard to just dis- demystify in 2023 guess guess what's harder freaking mushrooms
7: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know it is yeah here's the thing uh, marijuana smells so bad
1: <laughs> yeah it does
7: <laughs> Psilocybin, there's no smell i just right, tell you right. if really? you, could, you can make a bunch of strains can someone make the stinkless strain i really no really kidding that.
1: hey i got a question Kim makes me it's this so amazing stinky. she makes amazing like homemade uh mushroom soup for me all the time it's so good it's one of my favorite things <laughs> in the world <laughs> mm-hmm,
4: is mm-hmm. it possible
1: to do that with these but without having it be macro dose like could they do is there a strain of these things <laughs> where it's just like a little teeny bit in there, but it's still also really good soup? You know what I'm saying?
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's what I
7: want. I'm yeah. sure. That's the future. A restaurant where everything is a microdose of something delicious. Yeah, <laughs> sure.
2: I mean, you can just basically do that by putting a little bit of an actual magic mushroom into the mushroom soup with all the other right. mushrooms. Yeah. The problem with magic mushrooms is that they taste
7: horrible. <laughs> <laughs> they ruin everything. Yeah, they ruin everything. I've yeah. never uh, yeah, Okay, so you have to find something else. But sure. but I I think, I mean, I think as time goes on, I mean, even just take what was unfathomable to you in your high school years that exists now and everyone just goes okay.
0: Right? Oh, like yeah. that. Yeah.
7: That, yeah, that will time. be this and it will be, you know, these will be prescribed, some version of this will be prescribed at some point. They will be I mean, that's my prediction. I could be wrong, but you know, you just cannot ignore Someone is on death's door, suicidal, their treatment, their depression has never been treated and they've done literally everything and this thing works. Yeah. And not that it cures everything and they're perfectly fine forever, but it's longer lasting. The side effects are way less. Like there's just really exciting things that are coming out of this. Nice. Um, but like all things we touch and do, we make it stupid and worse and- Uh, But in the end, the the goal is to help people. Now, when you're struggling, and you maybe think it's not working with the therapist I have, or I can't find a therapist, I can't afford this, or um, everything I've tried isn't working, I've read everything, whatever. uh, And this is what I'm going to do. You're at risk of maybe not getting the best help. So so maybe this concern of the emailer might also just be once they educate themselves a little more on this stuff and, and I'll send you some links there. So for example, uh, fireside project is one of the maps MAPS. It's a foundation working for on the clinical research with psilocybin and MDMA, the Beckley foundation, E R O W I D is a great source for dosing and sourcing and all things, you know, these are, these are lots of people who can teach you and help you understand. And you might say, Oh, well they have an agenda. Okay, great. Then find something that <laughs> criticizes it. I mean, I went through. I read a bunch today just to, you know, prep myself. And I read a bunch of like, here is our concerns. Here is our concerns. And all the concerns from any angle is just, maybe we don't know enough, and we need to be careful. Um, but we are not seeing the kinds of things that, you know, other treatments people use to survive their life have serious side effects. Yeah, right? the, the is, ones that
1: aren't. The ones, ones that hopeful. aren't. The ones that aren't demonized and maybe should be. Are the ones (laughs) that hurt people. It really is frustrating to me that, that, that we take so long as a, I don't want to talk about everybody in the world. Maybe, maybe others are leaping way ahead of us, but at least here, it just feels like we're so resistant to what we see as like a moral historical moral item, you know, Mm -hmm. like mushrooms or weed or whatever it may be. It's just like, we can't get over ourselves. It's like, well, my right. grandpa said this. How could that not have been true? Well, your grandpa didn't know any better.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: Right. Yeah, right. science
2: was a lot different, a lot less understood. Yeah. Right.
7: 1988. Did you see the hair they had at the time? Oh, And yeah. that's the first time they had an SSRI, which you look at the numbers of how many people are on SSRIs. I mean, you look at the, the numbers of people who struggle with depression in this world and yeah. the, you know, including like the... um you know, second leading cause of death or whatever it might be. Right. You look at all those numbers and go, okay, we got, we, we got to do something and to find something that is helpful with way less side effects and, and, and actually is effective, especially for people who've been suffering just for so long. It's hard not to get excited about. It really is. So if a little research would go a long way before you go and have this conversation, because what you're doing is you're going in with not, not enough knowledge to then express a concern. So once your concern is a little more educated, right? You might still think, I love this, this sucks. And I don't want anyone who is married to my sister doing this thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: Um, and then, but g- get us some more knowledge, calm yourself down. And then have a conversation with your sister about your concerns. You're not a narc, you're not, you know, at this point, whatever this person is doing is mildly illegal. But one day we'll be fairly legal, right? Whatever this thing is going to, you know, I don't know how long that's going to take. Yeah. But just go to Oregon or Colorado and it's totally legal, yeah. right? So you are. <laughs> well,
2: you, we'll, uh, we'll test it out for everybody else. Don't worry Just
7: do some microdosing. Yeah, we've already
2: decriminalized it here. We'll, you know, it's really close to just being offered in dispensaries with everything else. Yeah.
7: yeah. And and one of one of the main concerns this person wrote is that they don't want this to rub off on their sister. Mm. Sure. Like, I love like, her so dearly. I don't just, want right. her microdosing.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and once here's again, the thing about
7: that. Yeah. Once again, is this
1: sh- is just such a, it's such, a, I mean, it's not criticizing. I understand the fear. I totally, I get it.
7: Yeah, of course. Because you're around people. You're going to do the things uh, they absolutely, do. Absolutely.
1: But it's a fear, it's a fear based on fear. It's just fear based on But also, let's be
7: clear. Microdosing is not recreational. It isn't fun. It's not right. like whoo, Friday you're night. Not, it yeah, is.
2: Yeah. You're not getting the the, the big. You're benefits. not high you're not from benefits.
1: it. You're not no. like chilling exactly. and and you know sticking your head out of the freaking sunroof in your car like an idiot. This is different than that.
7: No, and if you have good information, you're not. You're taking a small amount every 48 hours because it that's how it's done. You know, like if you're doing it right, this is yeah. not drug abuse in any form. Mm. You're taking more drugs. Every one of us is taking more drugs than maybe someone doing. Some microdosing of something every three days, right? Like it's, however, if your sister's wife is treating anxiety, depression, mental illness in some form, that doesn't rub off on the other person. So right. your sister wouldn't need to be microdosing unless, unless she's she also suffering.
2: Those things, herself. right? Yeah, yeah. That is funny that the 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 writer didn't go into detail about why his sister's one yes. is because
7: if this is just for funsies, all right, then yeah. that's a different then thing. You're,
2: then you're doing it wrong with microdosing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're
7: wasting money. Yeah, go yeah. get some um, edibles but- or
2: something. Yeah.
7: And some people like to think, and there's studies on this too, of like, okay, this makes my brain feel sharper. I dress better. I'm funnier. Like, we're trying to find a magic pill. That is the human way, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not. You can't not still do your work. And like, this doesn't solve childhood trauma. This does not heal wounds in relationships. Mm. What it does is gives your brain a chance to not be stuck in repetitive, ruminating, suicidal thinking. It gives your brain a chance to you know, cause it's growing some new dendrites to have some other neural connections that matter, right? Like, but that work does not come because you're just ignoring everything else and dropping the little tablet every 48 hours. Like it just doesn't, that's not how this works. What if I so, took,
1: what if I micro dosed yeah. and the first thing I see is a vision of me chasing you through the house with a cold soldering iron that you think is hot and threatening mm-hmm. to burn you with it over and over on repeat until the thing wears off. That doesn't sound like a good trip. See, that's the worry I would have. I'm using my example here, but my worry yeah. would be: you no. said
7: microdose. If microdosing, if that ever happened, you have too much. That's not a microdose. You are
1: <laughs> no.
7: But you're talking might, about a real dose, and right. all
2: of a sudden, help you remember that the actual memory is <laughs> Wendy chasing you around oh, the house with a iron, and you uh, blacked it out.
1: And now we're yeah. now we're getting to the 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 gritty and the nitty here. Yeah, I yeah. just, I just, I guess I'm, so if somebody asked me, hey, Scott, would you do this? Of course I would do this. I would totally try this because I've talked to people whose, whose micro dosing regimen with, again, with a professional, um, seems to have changed their life for the mm-hmm. better in like drastic ways. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hesitant to ever go, Oh, somebody found a magic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Knowing them as I know them, and knowing their experiences, it sounds like you know. I hate the word miracle drug, but it sounds like that. You know, like yeah. wow, finally yeah. something after all the years they dealt with this, all the therapy, all the other treatments, all this other stuff. Nothing worked. Yeah, not really, not in the long term. And and it's not like these pre this person. I almost said their name. This person has done the work, like you're always saying, do your work. And they've always done their work, but the just it wasn't enough you know mm-hmm. to get over whatever hump there was and then this was it and it was like mm-hmm. this revelation for them and mm-hmm. so i i yeah. am i'm, I'm on anyone
2: argue with that
1: yeah, yeah i'm on team like let's demystify it de demonize it and yeah. make it happen for per, and help people and that, and also it'd be nice if the biotech world wouldn't swoop in and decide to charge 400% higher for it than they need yeah, to that would be good the
7: love i know
1: that would be good yeah. That and and
7: yeah, you, you smell an opportunity and the people need it and here we go. But like taking taking SSRIs as a thing that has destigmatized a little bit over time. Someone's on an antidepressant, they might just say it at work, or you know, like it's just a little more open. And as a new generation is more open, maybe you hear more things like that. Um, that that those drugs have side effects and sometimes they don't work at all. And the premise they're built on we're really questioning now that the serotonin imbalance is a thing. Mm. Now it's really helpful for some, and then it has not been helpful for others. Like it is not, that's the hard thing with the brain. We it's like, we're opening the trunk of a car and we're pouring oil all over and hoping some of it gets in the right place. (laughs) (laughs) And that that. is crappy when we really want black and white answers and understanding. But I mean, we'll, we'll get there. And this is one piece of figuring out some of that and relieving distress in the meantime. And so I I hear where this person is coming from. I, I really would encourage them to, you know, do some more research on their own before they make any conversation rather than having, you know, explain to me what your partner is doing, or I don't want you to get hurt before you really know much about it. There is, um, it's a Netflix series. Is it Hamilton's Pharmacopia or something? Have you heard of this?
4: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, is that Nef- It is Netflix, I think.
7: Yeah, I think it's Netflix. Yeah. That, if you want to just sit on your butt and you don't want to Google, watch that. And you will see, <laughs> this. none of this is about, like, his is just traveling around the world and understanding it and trying to understand the cultural connection to these things. And, you know, just, you don't have to go do drugs because you are learning about this. And maybe that's some, some stuff from uh, yesteryear where good people do certain things and bad people do other things. And I will not do what bad people do. Yeah. Um, and, and really, you know, so I get why this can be a little bit scary, but your sister and your relationship with her matter, obviously very much to you. Yeah. So if you, if I said, Hey, your sister's wife is on antidepressants, would you go and confront her about that? Cause you're worried she'll go on out of depressants as well. Mm, or is yeah. it more that the stigma of this is, it, is maybe what's that's a great it. way
1: to frame it. That's exactly what I was trying to come up with in my head is how would you frame it? So you could see the fallacy in it and that's it. That's so that's it right there. If you're, if your right. sister said, Hey, I'm taking her into, um, uh, into therapy and they're going to start her on a, you know, well, butrin uh, regimen or something. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even bat an eye. Right. You just say, "Oh well, good luck, and I hope your insurance is okay." Like that's I hope it. that
2: doesn't rub off on my sister.
1: Yeah,
7: nobody yeah. does that. Or depending how you were raised, you might be like, "Oh no, we don't do that. We rub butter on it, right?" Like <laughs> right. some of this may be maybe old uh, stuff right. that runs deep. Because how did mom and dad talk about mental health? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I work with a lot of folks when I'm like, "Okay, so how did they? How did your parents think of mental health?" And they're like, "Oh, you didn't have it. <laughs> you just shoved it all in." And never spoke of it. Right. And so everyone's different. They come from different places. And, you know, it helps, you know, when our dad would juice wheatgrass to feel better,
4: yep. that, yep. that or, we're like, or Oh, hypnotize I guess himself. different ways. He'd
1: spend an hour in the corner, hypnotizing himself to try to find his wallet or his keys or whatever.
4: <laughs>
1: and, uh, he was always doing these little things and they were all yeah. kind of coping mechanisms. Biohacking for, himself. Yeah. He was biohacking. Yeah. yeah. Which means, see, I see that it's easy to see that and laugh. Cause we certainly did. Um, but I see it differently today when I see people do stuff like that. I see desperation, not desperation Uh, in a a sad way, but a need. Yeah. Yeah. And it's somebody who's trying to do the best they can to address the need because other traditional stuff has not done it for them. So, so what else are you going to do when you're that desperate and you don't have the right help? It's like, you know, that's where it's at. So it'd be nice if we didn't have to do that for ourselves. And
7: access is a problem, right? Like if I... I've got to go smear butter on my brain thinking that's what I got to do. And that's my first attempt. You know, all of the other things you really should try beforehand. Sometimes it's cost prohibitive. Sometimes it's just logistically prohibitive. There's there's challenges. And there are people trying to solve that problem and navigate this and figure it out. And believe me, no one's got this down elsewhere in the world we're we're actually a little more advanced than everybody in this yeah um Mm -hmm. in terms of just you know and the joke is i mean i have a couple british people in my life who are like americans always going to therapy (laughs) (laughs) and it makes me laugh and i'm always like "Well, stiff upper lip see how that works for you you know but it's 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 tricky and so you may just feel and this is where those risks can come in you're you're desperate or you're not getting good information You don't, you talk to your doctor about it and they're like, what, you know, like you can feel, this can be a little tricky. So lots of resources out there to get some basic education on this and feel maybe a little better. And then I'm going to say something weird here, but just take your sister out to lunch and like check on her, see how she's doing, make sure she's good and happy. And like you're, you have more influence than you ever knew and it's not going to be because you're coming in saying, I'm a narc.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you should announce it that way. Just walk in, I'm a narc, rub some <laughs> butter on it, and then run. Get out. And,
7: you know, maybe get real. Like, I don't understand this, and I'd like to understand it. You know, rather yeah. than you're some police, you're not. You just don't know what this is. And so,
1: yeah, find it out. can come as a shock if you, A, don't know what it is, and B, all you have is the demonization of the thing that you just heard about. And so, yeah. if that's all you come yeah. with, you gotta you gotta reach out and get more.
4: Got a little uh, more. Got
1: obsessed. a quick follow up here from somebody. I just noticed this in my inbox. So I want to read it to you. This is from this is about last week and what we talked about at the beginning. Our can't statement yeah. and all that.
4: Yeah.
1: This is from Barbara, who says, "Hi Scott, Brian, and Wendy. I just listened to the show last week, and um, I decided to try changing my can't statement to a don't statement." Uh, I didn't really define my can't statement, but the don't statement was clear and it worked. I found myself reaching for the bed or the bad <laughs> the bad habit the bad habit twice that night. Both times, my don't statement came into my head, and I didn't do the bad habit. Yay me! Thank you for wow. all the great advice and that's weird so analogies over the years, uh, Barbara. Yeah, it's awesome. I right? love it.
7: Very
2: cool. Yeah. Good. Good.
1: So if you need to change it to a don't statement, that's okay.
7: Yeah. Re-listen to last week, yeah. and if that if that doesn't work for you, you can microdose. Mm-hmm. mushrooms <laughs> yeah yeah
3: <laughs>
1: oh, wow go back 10 years and i can't even hear that coming out of your face but there, it, there oh it
7: is. it is like i a uh, 180 for me 100 percent. i would have never thought that because i just had no idea until i've learned and i have because i have access to stuff y'all don't have which is i get to watch like the best in the world do therapy yeah. in trainings and i'm watching them work with you know my methodology that I work and do and I love and I think is really effective with someone who has used um psilocybin and then sort of as they're processing afterwards, and it's like it's like cheating. It's like skipping 50 sessions. I'm mm-hmm. like, what am I watching? It's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Amazing. But that's of course in the confines of a monitored, well-run situation. And sure. so it's exciting.
1: Sure. A well-regulated militia. Wait, that's a different
4: yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: excellent. Well, as always, a uh, pleasure hanging out and talking to you and uh, people should check out RealHeps, he- Real realsteps.org. You got a bunch of promo for that earlier today because Amy was here, Amy Robinson. Talking.
7: Oh, yeah, Amy. Woo! Yeah. Yes, uh, it's good. We're, we're wrapping up our last week. We'll have another session in the fall. We have a couple of different other things happening. I will let people know, but you can... Put your e- email. I, I promise I will not spam you at all. I'm very bad at the email. But uh, realsteps.org, just so we know how to find you.
1: Yeah. She's be not going to spam you. She doesn't really know how to do that. And so take heart. Take take yeah, heart in that. You I'm know
7: terrible what? at the spam.
1: You, you start um, microdosing. Before you know it, you'll be a brilliant hacker and programmer, Wendy. That's Yes.
7: What. And then ne- next week, I have a really cool thing. <laughs> I'm going to ask you guys to help me with <laughs> All right.
4: oh, i just cool.
7: can't forget if i forget i'm so i'm just telling you to remind so me so when Thanks we week. so next
4: week you, we just you, say
2: uh, you've met us right like you, <laughs> you know we're not the anchor by which you should uh chain <laughs> hey, your don't forget yeah. boat
7: is anybody in the chat willing to remind us next <laughs> week that we i go. have That's something much
4: to better. share okay much
1: cool. better. yeah <laughs> I, we'll remember to say something we'll just go hey you had a thing and then you'll go oh shoot i forgot to do it or whatever yeah perfect
7: yeah. Uh, this is how the sausage
1: is made, everyone. <laughs> Go make your sausage. This sounds great. Uh, say hi to the kids, the family, and the okay, whatnots, well. and we'll see you next time. Bye now.
4: Okay, bye. 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 All
1: right. That was pretty great. I, I, just, I don't know a lot about that world either, so it's interesting to hear yeah. about it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, somebody famous the other day was saying it changed their whole freaking outlook. Oh, uh, comedian Bill Burr always talks about it. Oh, really? Interesting. He micro-dosed... Okay. Uh, in the f- method Wendy's talking about and uh, yeah. he just he says everything everything's different his mind and, yeah, yeah just changed cool. everything I mean he's still kind of a sassy comedian but you know it changed things <laughs> uh, alright we're going to be done here and uh, to do that we have to say goodbye however Oh, I'm on the wrong screen. Here we go. Uh, there it is. Uh, I do want to mention some cores, or some cores, some shows that are coming up. Uh, no, no Coverville today. You're in the return mode right now. And, uh, Sorry, no I didn't. Show.
2: Yeah, even though uh, I'm here and I could do a show, I don't didn't have the time to prep one for this week. So we're taking the week off. Which uh, nothing wrong with that. Which nothing wrong with that, that no. at
1: all. Once in a while, you got to do that uh, to yourself. Yep. Uh, but tonight you'll be getting core at 5 p.m. You'll be getting a skim later today. Kim's coming in the office. So we're going to sit down. She'll com- she'll, she won't she she will will complain, but she'll look around at my messy office and just kind of make a face. That's how a that'll test, go. Just, just, yeah. Yeah, I need to clean it. Um. And I uh, guess the connection tomorrow before play date. That'll be good. Right. So there you do get some covers for me this week
2: and a chance to win some prizes. I think I'm giving away a pair of 90s X-Men animated series glasses. So there's a rogue and a wolverine with artwork from the 90s... Uh, Animated X Men series, which is getting its comeback later this year from from Disney Plus. Yeah,
1: I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. I'm not sure quite what to expect, but I'm excited to find out. Sure. Someone yeah. in the chat mentioned it, and I, did, I tweeted it earlier. But they announced this morning uh, they're doing a Scott Pilgrim anime on Netflix, a series, yeah, and everybody's coming back. Yeah, the whole cast, everybody. Yeah, that's amazing. Winstead and Michael Sarah and yeah, everybody, Chris Evans, all those guys, and cool. it's going to be. Um, Uh, because
2: they could do that from anywhere really right
1: executive produced by uh the director getting his name all of a sudden uh not simon Uh, pegg
2: not edgar wright edgar uh, wright that's it it is edgar
1: wright yeah Yeah. the one that works with uh simon pegg all the time right Right. um yeah so that looks awesome and uh is very exciting Oh, also we mentioned it. Play date ten to noon tomorrow, so we'll have a two hour uh, block there to play Among Us with the community.
4: Yeah.
1: Yep. So uh, come on by. You don't have to be a patron to be there, although patrons will get first, uh, first added to games. So if you, if uh, you know, if you want to play with us, you're gonna want to be a patron. But even then, there's often room on the tail end for uh, almost always. Extra yeah.
2: Always room. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we are going to be playing that and having a blast. That'll be tomorrow, 10 a.m. to noon, Mountain Time. And then Film Sack this weekend, we're finally, finally watching Cobra. Okay. Yay! I guess we got to hurry. I've never seen. Because Randy might have been right. I think maybe they're dropping it on the first. Really? <laughs> he might, yeah. I was so sure he was going to be wrong on this, and I think he might have been right. Which uh, Which service is it? HBO, I think. Okay. Um, and I think HBO lists when something's leaving.
2: That's what I was going to go check and
1: see, yeah. I think, Last time I checked, they did that. Um, Jeez. I'm
2: god, because they you know, it feels like they just got it. I don't know how long it's been up there, but it can't have been up there a super long time, or we would have noticed it. somebody would have said, Hey, yeah, um, yeah, this one doesn't say leaving soon, so doesn't? I don't know. Okay. I don't maybe know we're
1: if- okay, maybe we're all right, yeah. I mean, we're <laughs> definitely all right for the next couple of days, everybody. But so if you want to sneak it in, get in quick, but yeah, if- just do it if you're
2: planning on doing it do
1: it yeah but i am rather stoked because it's it's like our white whale it just keeps (laughs) being available and then going somewhere and we're like oh damn it It we're not gonna get it pops up
2: a little head a little cobra head and then pops it back down
1: yeah Yeah. so i'm all in on catching it this time and uh
2: featuring music by miami sound machine and john cafferty and the beaver brown band good
1: lord good lord get that soundtrack brian get that whole get that on vinyl Woo! oh sure yeah yeah sounds good to me (laughs) cobra who said this icor cobra two female detectives have to share underwear that's a great idea no traveling bra yeah i like that a lot anyway there's your uh, lineup coming up it's all up on the calendar as well so check that out please join us on our patreon if you have not already we are nearing the end of the month and the beginning of a brand new month there's no reason why not to hop in now because you'll be eligible for all the stuff we send out and do Mm -hmm. in the month of april gonna be a busy month there's TMS Vegas in there and all that other stuff but being a patron will help it all happen so go to patreon.com slash TMS today and sign up we're gonna get out of here now but I can't go unless there's a music song
2: well I've got a music song for you music song tune this one going out to Chad Rasmussen Uh, Rasmussen 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 probably high bacon and sausage let's say that one today which both were on my plate my full Irish Mm. Uh, and then I left an empty of it Uh, And and wrecked a a, uh, casino bathroom (laughs) Today I'm requesting a song For my 50th go around the
1: sun Oh my gosh, 50? Shit Let's party It's
2: half a century, man that is I couldn't decide on a song so I'm leaving it up to the cover master I'm a slipknot especially Corey Taylor Foo Fighters Florence of the Machine and In This Moment fan so anything you think would fit among those would be great I'm Dayron in Discord and the rare times I get to listen live in Twitch I'm that too I'll be attending my first TMS Vegas this year so I'm really looking forward to meeting both of you in person us too yeah. uh, before I go can I hear Veronica enjoying some sausage and maybe Scott making one of his weird scared noises
1: oh um Sure. So here's Veronica. Let's see. I know I have it mm,
5: sausage.
1: Okay. And uh boy, it just seems to go forever. And then God, it really does. Uh where's me screaming? Hold on. No, that's a honking sound. Let's see. No. No. Hold on. Where is that? I have that handy. Here it is. Ah! There you go. That's great. Oh, you <laughs>
0: Hey good, The good cow. news
1: is I'm playing Resident Evil 4 Remake now, and every Tuesday at 5 p.m. you can hear me do that more. So uh, check Fantastic. it out. Anyway. All
2: right. Uh, all right. So how about a cover of All My Life by Foo Fighters? This one came from the BBC Radio Live Lounge 2013. It's a, a nice, uh, almost acoustic, but not, not fully acoustic take on uh, All My Life. This one performed by Frank Turner, of course, like I said, back in 2013 for Live Lounge. Um, great, great rendition. Hope you all enjoy it. Frank Turner, All My Life by Foo Fighters.
1: All right. For everybody else that won't see us this weekend, we'll see you on Monday.
3: I've been searching for something, something never comes, never leads to nothing, nothing satisfies, but I'm getting close, closer to the prize at the end of the road. All night long, yeah, I dream of the day, when it comes around, then it's taken away, leaves me with the feeling that I feel the most, the feeling comes alive when I see your ghost. Don't you resist? And you have such a delicate wrist. And if I give it a twist, something to hold when I lose my breath. I'll find something in that. Just give me just what I need. Another reason to bleed. One by one hidden on my sleeve. One by one hidden on my sleeve. hey don't let it go to waste. I love it, but I hate it taste
5: weight keeping me down hate let it go to waste love it but I hate the taste weight keeping me
3: down will I find a believer another one who believes another one to deceive oh Get any closer And if you open up wide And if you let me inside On and on I got nothing to hide On and on I got nothing to hide Hey don't let it go to waste Done and done and I'm on morning the next. Done, done, on the next one, done and done and I'm on morning the next. Done, done, on the next one, done and done and I'm on in the next. Done, done, on and the next one,
5: done and- If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.
3: Let's see some activity!
6: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus...